You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello. Thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. I'd like to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes a really high quality prenatal vitamin. They use the active form of folate and they have omega-3s and DHA. To check out the vitamin and get a promo code to save 25%, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Last week, we talked about iron during pregnancy and breastfeeding, and we talked about what happens if you have an iron deficiency and how to make sure that you are getting enough iron for you and your baby. If you missed that episode, you can go back and check it out. This week, we are talking about dads and partners. It's Father's Day today, so happy Father's Day to all of the dads and dads-to-be. This episode is geared towards dads, and I do want to be inclusive of partners, wives, girlfriends, and all parents. This episode is also good for you if you are the one who's pregnant to get an idea of some of the things that your partner might be concerned about and some ways that they can be supportive. Send your partner a link to this episode. Both of you will benefit from them knowing what's expected of them and what they can expect during your pregnancy, your birth, and the first few days of parenting. First off, finding out that you're going to be a parent is super exciting, but it can also be intimidating. Just know that you have a lot of time before your baby arrives and you're going to be great. Don't stress out. Just get prepared a little bit at a time and you're going to be as ready as possible when you become a parent. I know that this is easier said than done and I don't want to play down how intimidating it can be to find out you're having a baby. I have done thousands of hours of research and there are a lot of episodes in the back catalog. Chances are if you have a question about something that I've already done all of the research and hard work for you. Check out the past episodes, and you can also utilize the search bar on the website. Researching things and gathering information is a really good way for you to help mom during her pregnancy. Ask her what topics you can check out and how you can assist in learning about pregnancy, birth, or having a new baby. Also, I have specific episodes on just about every topic that I'm talking about today, and there's going to be a pile of links for you in the show notes. And all of those can be found at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 133. You and your pregnant wife, girlfriend, or partner need to be on the same page. Have some open discussions. It is normal for both of you to find yourself worrying about your relationship, finances, work, and your baby. Everything is going to work out. And I know that it seems like a lot in the beginning, but as you go, you're going to learn what you need to do and you're going to figure out solutions. Having a baby is a major life change and you aren't going to come up with all of the answers overnight. Give yourselves time to figure out everything and keeping an open line of communication is going to tremendously help with that. If either of you have any doubts or worries, share and work through any of those concerns together. A healthy relationship with your partner is really going to create a strong foundation and a positive environment for your baby. I highly recommend that you go to all of the doctor or midwife appointments with mom. You two can expect to have somewhere around 14 appointments throughout the entire pregnancy. So on 14 days, you two will see a doctor or a midwife, but that's it. 
make it a priority to go to all of them, or at least as many as you can. This gives you a chance to be included and have some input in any major medical decisions, to ask any questions, and to hear everything firsthand. If you have a question, do not be afraid to ask. I recommend keeping track of any questions you have and making sure that they all get addressed at your next visit. There really is no such thing as a stupid question. And the fact that you're asking about anything shows that you're making a great choice to be an informed parent. For the other 260 some days that mom is pregnant, it's just going to be the two of you and the baby. And you two are the biggest influences on your little one and how their health is going to be. So be really supportive of mom staying healthy. This means simple things like staying hydrated, eating good food, healthy whole foods, being active and sleeping well. These are really the most major components of prenatal care. Mom will have to cut out any major bad habits as soon as they find out that they are expecting. Try to be as supportive as possible of that. A perk for you is that you're going to get a designated driver for the next nine months, but don't take that as a license to go party every weekend. Make sure that you plan nights that don't involve alcohol so mom doesn't feel left out. Also, while mom will need to be cautious about things like caffeine, it isn't necessarily off limits 100%. Before you give her a hard time about enjoying a cup of coffee, get educated on it. And as a hint, there's a full episode on that. So many quote unquote rules get repeated that are not evidence based. And while there are cautions around caffeine, deli meats, sushi, fish, all of these things, some moms are comfortable consuming these in moderation. And chances are, if you have questions about this stuff, that I have an episode on it. Mom might have morning sickness, and it doesn't always happen in the morning. They may be nauseous at any time or even all day. And this can start as early as three weeks after conception, and it usually ends around the 12th week, right when they're starting the second trimester. Find out what helps them cope and have some sympathy because morning sickness really sucks. You will probably notice that mom looks like she got a boob job, and she did. But the downside is that her chest is probably going to be really sensitive and tender, so ask before you touch. Mom is probably going to have to pee all the time, so don't give her any grief when you have to pull over on a short drive so she can hit the bathroom. And travel is not off limits. Maybe even think about planning a baby moon. This is a trip that's usually taken in the second trimester because that's when mom usually feels the best. And it's a chance for you and mom to get away and spend some quality time before the baby arrives. You may find that mom is passing out 20 minutes into that movie that you've been looking forward to watching. And as their hormone levels increase, they're going to be tired and wiped out. And if their body's telling them that they need extra rest, then they need to listen to it and get some extra sleep. And this is going to probably give you a little bit more time to yourself. So enjoy that time, read a book, catch up on that Netflix series that mom isn't crazy about. I'm sure that you can find a way to enjoy that time. As mom's pregnancy progresses, changes in hormones can really make mood swing all over the place, especially in the first trimester. This is normal, and it might not give her a free pass to be a crazy person, but it should at least explain why she has a short fuse 
or why she could be overly emotional. I really encourage you to try and be understanding and to do your best to not get upset or angry. She may not even realize that she's being moody, and it really is the hormones that are to blame. The good news is that her moods should even out in the second trimester. She's going to be feeling like she has more energy. And in general, this is the favorite trimester for expecting moms, which should be great, especially if she was really tired in the first 12 weeks. Women vary all over the spectrum on how they feel about their pregnant bodies, and partners are going to differ on this opinion too. Please tell mom-to-be that she is beautiful and what her body is going through is amazing. And if she's insecure or unhappy with the changes in her appearance, be sure to remind her that this is temporary and in the end, everything is going to be worth it. Yes, you can have sex. Your sex life might be on a bit of a roller coaster throughout the next nine months. Again, hormones are the culprit for this. Mom might find themselves feeling more frisky than normal or even completely turned off by the thought of sex. Talk to her about it and let her know how you're feeling and make sure that you are open to hearing how they feel about it. This whole pregnancy is temporary, so don't stress out if your sex life is not exactly what it was before you got pregnant. If mom does have an amped up libido, then enjoy it. And intercourse cannot hurt the baby. Although you may need to find some different positions depending on how big your partner's belly is, but as long as she and you are comfortable, then you can go for it. Your baby is totally protected in there, so you don't need to worry about him or her even knowing what's going on. At the end of pregnancy, sex can even help start labor. So that could be something to try before opting into an induction. Once your baby's born, it's generally recommended to wait six weeks before having intercourse, and this time frame may be shorter or longer depending on your partner and the circumstances of their labor. Communicate about it and note that you might need to take it a little bit easy in the beginning. Make sure that mom is comfortable. Talk to your baby. This might seem really silly at first, but they are able to hear sounds and can respond to familiar sounds like your voice with movement. When they're born and they hear your voice, they're going to recognize it. So as your baby grows, his or her movements are going to be more obvious and you're actually going to be able to see them kicking mom's belly from the outside, which can be pretty exciting. And ask mom to tell you when the baby's moving so you can put a hand on her belly and feel it. Before we get into more of your role during pregnancy and birth, I want to do a quick thank you to the sponsor for this episode. The prenatal vitamin from Zoller is my number one recommendation for a lot of reasons. And the number one reason is because of the really high quality ingredients that they use. They use the active form of folate. They use a really bioavailable form of iron. Plus it has omega-3s like DHA, which for me meant that I could stop taking a separate DHA supplement. To learn more about the vitamin from Zoller, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. And on that page, you'll also find a promo code to save 25% and details on a contest they're running. If you buy it on Amazon and leave a review, you can be entered to win a Bugaboo stroller. They're giving away one a month, and this is a pretty sweet stroller, and the retail value of it is over $1,000. 
And all of that is at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Okay, let's get back to talking about more of your role during pregnancy and birth. You really need to take a birth class. Participating in a class is going to give you a better idea of what your role is and how you can help. And a birth class is also going to prepare you for what to expect. It's going to prepare mom. And it's even going to do some emergency preparation in the event that something comes up that you two were not expecting. In labor, things can move really quickly. And if you aren't familiar with different options or procedures, you could be making decisions without all of the information available. If you're knowledgeable, then you're going to be able to make sound decisions because you came prepared. The bottom line is taking a birth class and educating yourself is really going to increase the chances that you and mom are going to get the birth experience that you two want. There is a counterpart to maternity leave for dads and partners, and this is paternity leave. I really urge you to take some time off when your baby arrives. It's such a special time for your family, and the first few weeks are a major adjustment period. Check with your employer and with your state if you're in the United States. If you're in another country, check with the government agencies there and find out what's available, how your compensation works, what you can afford, and plan for some time off. The nursery is often one of the biggest to-dos for parents to be. Whether you are decorating a room in your home or you're just carving out a corner for baby, this is really a space that you can use your creativity. And you can go Pinterest crazy on this, or you can just keep it really simple. Like any home decorating project, you might need to compromise. And if your plans involve any painting, please step up and keep your partner away from the fumes. Maybe you can even bribe some friends with pizza or dinner to help you out. And also you can take care of any heavy lifting and be prepared to assemble some furniture if necessary. And also baby generally is going to sleep in your bedroom at first. So don't panic if everything isn't put together and 100% done before your baby shows up. A great way that you can contribute is to research baby gear, things like car seats, strollers, cribs. Consumer Reports is a really good resource, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Both you and mom are probably going to be doing a ton of research on all kinds of things. Ask how you can help and split up some of the work. You should also know how your car seat works and make sure that it's installed properly because if you are having a hospital birth, you can't bring your baby home without it. There is a thing called a push present. This is a gift that you give to mom after they have the baby. And not everyone is into this. My husband and I didn't do it. But if mom is expecting a gift, then you should be prepared to give one. Talk about it and find out if they are expecting something and if they are what they want. Labor is a marathon. It's going to be one of the most physically and emotionally challenging workouts that mom is ever going to go through. And don't think that you just get to sit back and relax while all of this is going on. You can expect to need to be there both physically and emotionally too, because you're a huge part of the birth of your baby. You are the cheerleader, the coach, the trainer, and major support. You need to be rested and you need to be prepared to be present for the entire thing. You may also need to be an advocate for mom and speak up in the event that they're having trouble doing it. 
You should know what procedures they're on board with and what they want to avoid. As an example, if mom wants an epidural as soon as they get to the hospital, then make sure that happens. And if you two are planning for a natural labor, be supportive and make sure that meds aren't being pushed if mom doesn't want them. Creating a birth plan is a really great exercise for you two to get on the same page and to get clear about what you do and do not want. I cannot stress this enough. If you're having trouble crafting your birth plan, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash birth plan. And I would be happy to share mine with you so that you can get an idea of how it's worded and some things that may be included. And a birth plan can also serve as great cliff notes of your preparation and can really come in handy during labor. You should communicate with mom about how you can be the most supportive. Do they prefer you to just offer encouragement and to hold their hand? Do they want you playing more of an active part in the labor process? You may have the opportunity to cut your baby's umbilical cord or to catch the baby as he or she is born. If those are things that you want to do, then you can include that kind of stuff in your birth plan and let the hospital or birth center staff or your midwife know ahead of time. The postpartum period comes with its own challenges, and these are things that are often not thought about ahead of time or they're overlooked when these challenges do come up. There are a couple episodes on what to expect and planning ahead, and I'll link to those in the show notes. By having a heads up on what to expect after your baby arrives, you're really going to benefit because you're not going to be blindsided by what mom is going through. And more importantly, you're going to really be able to be there for her, not just physically, but emotionally too. Hormone changes after birth combined with caring for a new baby and lack of sleep is really the perfect storm for the baby blues or postpartum depression. And ignoring this or not even acknowledging that it exists is probably the worst thing you can do. You're in a really unique position to spot the signs of this and to really be an advocate to be supportive of mom getting help and talking to her doctor or midwife and just having an open conversation about how she's really doing. And I'm talking about how she is feeling behind these perfect Instagram posts with your adorable baby and how much she loves mom life. A lot of moms have some challenging days with a new baby and they don't feel like they're allowed to have any feelings beyond being happy. Plus, although you may not be going through the same hormone changes, it can be a major shock to you to care for a new baby. Keep open and honest lines of communication going, and that's really going to go a long way. There are a lot of things that are geared towards moms, but are really awesome for dads and partners too. And these are things like baby wearing and skin to skin contact. Carriers are an excellent way to spend time with your baby. You can be hands free, you can go for a walk and just give mom a break. And if you're just hanging out on the couch, take your shirt off and cuddle with that baby. It's a really excellent way to relax and bond. And a lot of the evidence-based benefits of skin-to-skin contact still apply if it's with you. Right after labor, you and mom are probably going to be exhausted. Your only job is to relax and to spend some time enjoying the new addition to your family. Mom is likely going to be sore, so please help her out by minimizing the amount of moving around that she has to do. And don't worry, she will be able to get around much better in the next few days. 
Breastfeeding is arguably the best thing for a new baby. Babies who are breastfed are at lower risk for ear infections, intestinal upsets, respiratory problems, allergies, dental problems, and their immune system is going to be stronger. Breastfeeding also produces some hormones that foster a chemical connection between mom and baby. It's going to help mom recover from birth better. Be supportive of breastfeeding. Urge mom to get help as soon as there is any issue at all, even if it seems like a tiny thing. And even to seek help proactively, go check out a breastfeeding support group before they encounter any issues. The first few days or weeks may be challenging, but breastfeeding will keep getting easier. By being supportive, you're going to be a major help. And the best way to do this is to understand how breastfeeding works. That's really going to go a long way in giving you a better idea of how you can be supportive of that and even some ways that you can contribute. Another thing that you can do that's going to be a huge help is to expect to start changing a lot of diapers, especially in the first few days when mom might find it a little bit challenging to be up and walking around. You should probably not expect to sleep much in the first few days. I can pretty much guarantee that mom is going to be getting even less sleep than you are. Keep in mind, this is not going to last forever. And the saying sleep when the baby sleeps is a legit thing. And it's going to be good for dads and partners too. sneak in on some of those naps because you're going to be glad that you did. And lastly, your baby is going to cry for a while. This is the only way that they can communicate. So don't panic. The good news is that there is a lot that you can do to soothe them and to get them to stop crying. Having two parents is awesome and you can really give each other breaks and take turns soothing your little one. Navigating being a new parent and how to soothe and calm your baby can be frustrating. So having two of you and really being there is going to make it so much easier. Okay, that was a lot of information. To recap today's episode, we covered getting on the same page and communicating with mom, going to appointments, what mom may be going through during pregnancy, and how you can deal with some of the changes, sex, and so much more about the role of dad, partner, parent during pregnancy, birth, and after your baby arrives. I want to thank you for tuning into the pregnancy podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com, and you can find any notes and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash episode 133.